Thank you for joining us today for this episode of Hunt the World with Rolling Bones Outdoors. Welcome to the Bone Cave. The Bone Cave. It is, uh, yes. We have not had any new bones in the wall, but unfortunately, um, I'm having a logistical issue as a company right now, and this bone cave could be turned into offices in the next 60 days. Say it ain't so, no. <laughs> yes, I'm saying. What? Yeah, I don't know what else to do. I have three employees uh, oh. getting started. and uh, <laughs> Not the bone cave. <laughs> yeah, the bone cave. It uh, might need to go somewhere else. I don't know. Lindley's looking for office space right now for us uh, and figuring things out. She's been making calls today, and she's compiling a list of where to go and how Not to get Not good there. in spearfish. Mm-hmm. Growing pains. Yeah, well, there's a there's a office plaza over here. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It does uh, but anyway, welcome to the Bone Cave, but we are growing here at the Bone Cave. We just went over 19,000 users. I'm going to put a, pl- uh, uh, a little blast out. I don't know if people like to know that or not, but uh, it's kind of fun for us um, to let people know that. So it's really we cool. appreciate all yeah. your support, and we've been well-received, and we love working for you, offering you service, access, value, and education. And today, yeah. go ahead. What we're well, say. I was going to say, I think the company is going through its probably one of its faster growth spurts right now. We're seeing the rise in numbers of downloads. So we want to thank everybody for listening and downloading the podcast. And be sure to tell your friends about it and uh, give us a thumbs up, uh, a good review on iTunes, if you like, and uh, let everybody know more about it. So iTunes. We'll, we'll keep doing our best. And uh, or Apple Podcast. No, I like it. You Bring it to it. you. I don't. You know what? I, I'm terrible. I listen to it off of our uh, um, social media. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You can I do just that go too. to Facebook or Instagram. Click. Hey, you know what though? We've gotten our. You know where our number one audience growth is? What country? Where? Sweden. Sweden. Really? That's because yeah. I'm kind of Swedish. I. Yeah, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying Swedish to. L- I was eh? just looking into those numbers this afternoon. And 19, I'm thinking, Sweden. No, I'm Swedish today. You are S W E E T I S H. I'm Swedish. Okay, you so sweet. I am a sweet guy. I get it. And so the Swedish, you're following us. I'm teasing. What were the numbers there? How many? Nineteen thousand thirty-nine users as of. No, 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 no. In in Sweden. Oh, the number of downloads? Oh, yeah. Is last it, month? Yeah. 287. In in Sweden? In Sweden. Boom, like <laughs> it. We're there. Well, Sweden, welcome to the Bone Cave. We're happy to have you. Uh, I don't think we're as cold as you are and have as much snow, but well, we appreciate you listening. catching Australia. I mean, Australia's been really strong always. Canada, of course, and Australia have been really strong. So hello to everybody Well, you know, we speak, we speak fluent Canadians, so they can, they can understand us pretty well. Yeah, and, and it's not that – well, actually, it is. A little bit of a jump to Australia. Walloon Gaba, that was the place. Yeah, Walloon Gaba. Walloon Gaba was hot for a while. Now Queensland is hot. There's cream in there. <laughs> Bailey just made us a cup of coffee, but we need a little more, a little more white stuff in that one. It's, it's this just is dessert coffee. The right. In case you ever stop here and you're going, what is going on in their podcast? Um, uh, Brad brought Bailey in today um, and to listen in. His and, daughter. Uh, his daughter. And we have a, uh, um, we have a refrigerator because this – uh, the bone cave serves as my office when I am in here too, so it kind of has a double. Um, it, it has a few functions to it. Yeah, we do the video work in here, the audio production, and it <laughs> serves as and my dr- office. And because I actually, with the I don't bones. have an office, and I'm fine with that. So, 
Anyway. Your, your office is the world. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been an airplane <laughs> My, since, it's uh, been all since over. the last week of December, that's for sure. Yeah. So anyway, well, today we're going to talk about hunts, their prices, and the value in comparison. Because uh, we've had a lot of questions about that. It seems like the hunt prices are going up, and they're up and up and up. And inflation's one thing, but uh, this exorbitant bump in hunts, but we're not getting anything more than we got the year or two before. And so we thought we could talk about that because I think it is a tricky topic right now um, because of, you know, the demand and these outfitters continue to go, well, I can get this, I can get that, I can get more, I can get more. And they're testing the market and a lot of them are getting it, you know. And so, um, and you can't blame them, by the way. Um, you know, outfitters have a limited, see, they're one of the few businesses, let's take the word outfitter and killing animals and the hunting, the, the, the scenario and, out and of it. Wheat, rice, there's a commodity. Yeah, let's just put the number of products they have. To, let's say they're a retail store. And, yeah. And they have 21 pieces of product to sell. And that's it for the year. Well, they got to make their money on those 21 pieces. So you can't blame them to try to monetize that yeah. as much as they can. Well, and, and, and the number of the, the inventory is going to be variable, too. It's, it's never going to be the same, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, well even and, now, and they don't have no any control. Really. So, well, in Canada, th- there's a good example because they change the allotment. The government gets them. Well, actually, not just Canada. Every state well, in the United States. Alaska is one that we used to get. Why is Alaska so expensive? Well, Alaska is expensive because it's not. It's it's not the you know the state, the national forest eight miles out of town or whatever it is. It's a whole different beast to get there, and, and the remoteness. There's a there's just a difference in cost of doing business on that deal, and and northern BC, the Yukon, um, that's the same. It's I mean it's harder to get to, not Alaska hard, but you know. So there's some. Well, definite- I think there's a few things that people need to consider when when looking at this. From a, to speak to what you're saying. We used to say, people would ask us about Alaska, and, and to Brad's point, you know, you're not at the end of a dirt road, you're not 27 miles. It's not an audad hunt that's 31 miles from Alpine in the, on a dirt road. Does that make sense? And that's, that's a remote camp, okay? But what it is, is there's logistics in getting there. There's boats, airplanes, horses. Once you engage extended logistics into your hunt, price goes well, in some of the camps, even it's it's past the point of no return, the fuel return. You have to, you can't even do it in one trip. You have to strategically over winter stockpile fuel, etc. Because if you go far enough, then you, there's not a landing strip big you, enough to get fuel there to yeah, get back. Yeah, right. So th- there's so so there's an equation here. There, there's right. there there's there's an equation that needs to be considered. When you're looking at a hunt going, okay, is there value in this? Because I understand what we're getting this question all the time, and I understand the perspective. But So this, this podcast today will be in two parts. Number one, for look, let's look at it from the outfitter's perspective. And then, hey, 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 outfitter, let's look at it from the hunter's perspective too. Right. Because I think right. we got to look at it both. Both sides. But we got logistics. Then we got engaged you're equipment. talking about the outfitter side yes so so when you're a hunter you got to look at okay what's the logistics to get to this camp and and how is it established number two the equipment well let's look at the equipment they have and they provide because sometimes people will go whoa 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 you you just took me down and or introduced me to a hunt in alaska 
that's $38,000. And I can get the same species in Alaska for 26.4. Yep, you sure can. And one is a complete backpack. Um, you're going to be going over muskeg, moss, swamps, and all of them on your back. And the other one is uh, 13 miles away as the crow flies. And you're going to be on a six-wheeler that you're going to save your legs to get it to the base of the mountain to go kill your sheep right. on. Okay? So you're going to do a combo hunt in one, but he's going to give you – 35% more days hunting because he's not going to have you backpacking everywhere, and this one's not. Just look at the, the cost of getting the buggy to a camp like that. Yeah, the equipment difference is is amazing. So you got to take that into consideration. Then the support. Do, do they have their own planes? Okay. Do they have their own boats? Do they have their own equipment there? Is it Are they engaged with supporting you with all the right components to make you more successful? And then you got to look at what is the actual cost of the said territory? A British Columbia stone sheep territory did not cost the same as the British Columbia uh, um, black bear territory. No. <laughs> but, but you see what I'm saying? No. So, so yeah. it's, it's just. What, what goes into that? What do you mean? Well, so one might be three yeah. million and one might be three hundred thousand. Yeah, are you turning the land value or what are you talking? No, territory value, the lease value. Okay. The lease. They, I just wanted to make yeah, that they have clear to, to people. Yeah. yeah, because it's not private land generally. It's you know, it's, well, it's public land, and they're leasing it from land. either province yeah. or or from you know um, these outfitters. They have lease payments. They have leases. They have to pay on their cabins that are there. Yeah, there might be there might be eighty acres of private or one hundred and sixty acres that of they private. Tried some, to get. some some places might have a private landing strip, but most of the time it's it's just uh, it, there's no private associated with or minimal, um, but it's the license to conduct business and you get the hunt. You know you get the tags associated with it, so on and so forth. But but that's a whole different deal. But look at look at Alaska. Say you shot a moose. Say you shot a moose. You have a you, you know. Say you have a charter fee just to get to camp, but that's fifteen hundred bucks. So that's what the the charter company would cost. Well, then say you shoot a shoot a moose somewhere out there, and you're going to load it up in a super cup. So you got to shuttle that meat back from the from wherever you shot it. You know, like a lot of our camps, there'll be different camps and that you can land and pick pick up, drop off. Well, that might be five trips in a super cup to get it back to the base. So they they got to go back and forth, right? And then you got to then you got to have a 206 or whatever fly your meat out. Well, you may, you know, so you're pretty constrained on that. So some of those hunts there there's a definite difference in cost of of providing the service because of the remoteness. And then there's some things just because I think some of this like B uh, Canada has gone up in price super fast on some of this stuff and i'm wondering what covid the two years of getting locked down if if uh if this will so, play out some a little things bit. in canada yeah specifically one thing that I you have that. underscored but if you look at and i'm not i don't want to yeah. i don't want to correct what you're saying brad but f so so we're going to talk about this in a little bit but if you look at okay now you got to ask yourself you want to hunt is that said, maybe we just talk about it right now, is the said species you're looking for that important to you that fiscally you want to engage in this game of testing the market? 
because that's what a lot of people are doing right now. Stone sheep went through the roof. Here's some other ones that have went up. Mountain goat. You get a mountain goat, you know, a few years ago, $7,500. bucks. caribou a Caribou. There's still some reasonable caribou out there. But that mount, there. mountain goat, just to complete your thought, would be fourteen. Fourteen seventy five hundred a few years ago, right? And, yep. and, and so now you're looking at the same mountain goat, twelve to 14000 some of the same areas. Stone sheep, 45000 100 grand. What? Went from 45000 to 50000 100 grand, 24 months. Wow. Yeah. No, now all of them are hundred grand, but some of your your big big places, and we're not going to mention any names today. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't I don't want to do that because we don't know if they all have or haven't. There's a lot of speculation on this because they're saying no, I sold them at hundred grand. Well, I'm sold out, but now we're finding out. Well, I have two left. I have four left. I have one left. So you know, we'll see what that market does or doesn't do. But at the end of the day, what Brad just said to speak to that is there's a hell of a lot more involved in a stone sheep place. Part of the reason Stone Sheep went up, uh, a couple business guys with endless amounts of money that are addicted to sheep hunting bought one of the top um, sheep areas for $9 bucks. Well, all of a sudden, your sheep territory goes for $9 bucks. Now everybody else sells the sheep territory below that for somewhere in there. Everybody can get more for a sheep. The territory was worth more, and it goes up. But Kamloops doesn't have great hunting around Kamloops. Uh, doesn't have which is in British Columbia yeah. for those that didn't know. Yep, same British Columbia, same mm-hmm. same province, different scenario. So, what do you want to do? How do you want to do it? You know, and and so it's just interesting right now because we hear what you're saying, but you also got to understand that there's more to this market than you might understand. But there's still some ways around it and not get killed financially. And you go on some so, amazing adventures. So can I just pick up on a point Brad mentioned a minute ago? So after COVID, the demand, uh, there was a lot of pent-up demand, I would imagine. Well, I, I, I'm just trying to figure it out because I'm, I'm knee-deep in it at these shows, you know, and, and we're seeing, seeing I'm going to speculate. You want me to speculate? Sure, speculate. Alaska was open. Yeah. Doll sheep hunts went from here to here because Alaska said, no doll sheep hunts anywhere. You're, I'm charging you. And they got overbooked. Yep. Now, now we've had a problem. Alaska range decimated doll yep. sheep problem. Now the prices we're seeing getting softer are coming down. Or, they're, or here's what they're doing. Well, I'll charge you 29000 for a doll sheep, but we're going to call it a doll sheep caribou black bear. So then if you don't kill a doll sheep, you still you see what I'm saying? Because they don't yeah. want you yeah, going once, home. Yeah. Once you're well, there. So that whole market has just shifted. Now here's what happened. Okay. Now Canada opens up, and they got all this stuff, and they weren't hunted for two years, and they're not hurting. They have a lot. So the money grab is just moving over across the border. Well, the the in, in Alaska did skyrocket. They I just, mean, it was just boom. It was like overnight their prices went way up, and then they they you know they they excluded the resident hunter. You used to be able to hunt doll sheep every year. Now it's every four. It's kind of like a black bear or a brown bear deal, grizzly bear. Yeah, on the peninsula. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they limited you a little bit. So that made it probably a little more expensive because you you called some of your hunters. So demand uh, demand is high. And when demand is high and inventory is limited, then you've got inflation. Then you've got prices going up. Is it as simple as that? Well, I think. <laughs> I, I don't know. Let's, I, uh, now let's don't know. look at the lower 48. Let's throw all that high-end wilderness shit out the door. Okay. Let's look at the lower 48. 
Six years ago, you could find an elk hunt for forty five hundred to five thousand yeah, bucks. Yeah, great, great example. Okay. Those are gone. And those those forty five hundred to, to uh, um, five thousand dollar elk hunts are ninety five hundred to eleven thousand five hundred. Same elk, same same third year bull, just like the one behind you, or second year fork, you know, third year bull, three year old bull, you know, that two fifty to two eighty type bull, um, five or six point is gone. That hunt now they used to be forty five hundred, unless you want to do a wilderness. Even those that outfitter just went to sixty seven fifty, um, and uh, um, on a five day horseback hunt into a remote area that that is sixty seventy percent kill shot opportunity, sixty to seventy percent kill rate, where that hunt used to be thirty seven fifty three years ago forty two fifty, and it's so funny because the harder hunt, the hunt that costs more to deliver. Is your wilderness backcountry okay? You got you got all the stock, you got all the equipment. And you go back there much harder. Right hunt now to we're talking over forty eight, right? Right, and a lot of times now, and I think some of that's supply and demand because okay, that's a harder hunt generally. Now it's a super cool, amazing experience, but some people are saying, "Oh, dude, I'd rather I'd rather hunt out of a truck or a buggy or out of a lodge." Well, honestly, it's it's to to, to that point, Brad. It comes down to the general population physically is not equipped to, one, they're scared of horses, they're not going to ride them, if, even if they are equipped to do it, and two, they're not physically equipped to go do a wilderness hunt. So now you have this giant m- metrics uh, or this big base, this huge group of hunters that want to kill an elk that fit into this small physical spectrum right. of what they can actually achieve. And the hunt that used to be available to him for five to seven grand is now eleven five to twelve right. five. Well, I was so. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely think it does. It, it's it's related to that. Okay, you, you know, five years ago be- we had a ranchers for wildlife that we went holy, sh- a single species went from forty five hundred to six thousand on elk, and we were like, wow, this is just. Five years ago, six years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You fit, you you edited the film. I remember it, We're yeah. going to roll it out here yeah. in the next you few know. weeks. Small Colorado bulls. Yep. So that went from 4500 to 6000 Brad and I are like, well, we'll pay 6000 The combo on that went from 7500 to 9000 with deer. That same hunt today, you ready for this? Okay. 10500 for elk alone. Wow. 10000 from 4500 to 10005 and for the combo hunts, thirteen five. So, so I know gas has gone up, but that doesn't. I mean, there's more to it than that. So some it's of demand. that, you know what? Some of that is that means I can get a tag, hundred percent. So if you, it, it's no have, different. It's yeah. no different than looking at our hunt catalog. Some people will go through and like, wow, a Nevada elk hunt. That why is that only X amount of dollars? I'm like, well, trying to get a tag, and that's twenty seven years. It's to not draw the just. Tag. It's not just Colorado's fault. What it is is it's everybody out west. Idaho's gotten the game where you used to be able to go get a tag every year in Idaho. We have we have an employee here and a partner of us that puts our rifles and stuff together. Super good guy. Used to go out to Idaho every year. Can't go to Idaho anymore because they've changed the way you can get a tag. Does that make sense? Yep. And so then what happens is now tags are no availability. So de- demand goes, the pricing goes up when the availability goes out the window. And the states have created this, it, you know, they say, oh, I'm protecting this for the average person, who the hell is that when it takes 27 years to, to get a, a, a tag? Well, even look at <laughs> the cost of tags. And, you know, I mean, you've got, uh, I mean, non-residents, 
across the board. I mean, if it's our state, it's somebody else's state. Or Wyoming. Right. I mean, Wyoming's <laughs> trying to, to take ra- a point, point and a half to do general yep. in, in, in a two-year period. It went from a point and a half to get a general, uh, general unit draw to three to four points. Yeah, I used yeah. to be able to get the general and the special tag as a leftover. There, yeah, yeah, when we first started this point. game. Because yeah. I burnt one yeah. because they wouldn't let me film and there was a juggernaut while we were vetting. We, but this is why you should use so us. So there's too. a squeeze going on on both sides. So so the demand has gone up, but the actual um, supply chain, you might say, the inventory, the ability to get inventory or to create the opportunity for the hunter on the part of the outfitter is getting tighter. Well, you definitely have to be strategic and plan now because the costs are going up. Look at a truck, though. How much does a new truck cost? A new you buy a new Ford? Oh, sixty grand. No, I, I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I think it's easy to spend more than that. I think you spend a hundred grand on a truck. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think so. Truck market. I, I saw a used one for sixty, and it was pretty new. Yeah, no, I think, and and uh, I think, uh, yeah, wow. I think, I think, I you, think you can spend well, eighty, I, ninety I, I, grand. I, I bet hard. you could for like what a King Ranch Ford F two fifty or something like that. I don't Club know. Cap. I'm sure you could, I, with if it's tricked out. Yeah, but I mean, but with with the outfitters though, they're kind of caught in a bit of a squeeze. Do you think? Oh, I think they're caught in a squeeze, and they're. I think they're, they're squeezing on a moment too, think, which is, yeah, which is fine. So people, the outfitters will call us, and we go, "That's your price." They go, "Well, you know, we get," and I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. you don't have to explain yourself. You're at ten grand. You know, you're assuming me as a booking agent and our adventure services is questioning your price. I'm not questioning your price if you deliver a great hunt and a great value. Because at the yeah. end of the day, I'm not charging the hunter to go hunting with you." You and I are charging the hunter together, and I get a percentage from you for yeah. booking this. Hunt. Yeah. You're paying me, okay? And yeah. you're paying me more when you charge more. So are the outfitters making an effort to, to deliver a little more value? I don't know. That was the question you weren't supposed to ask on this call. <laughs> oh, sorry. Because we don't want to piss the outfitter <laughs> off and take the hunter's side. We were well, trying to be Switzerland, here, here. which we've had more people <laughs> listening now, you dumbass. So here is Bleep! Bleep! You're fired. Here's my thoughts. You're doing that Donald Trump thing. Here's the thing is that, you know, you guys have spent a lot of time vetting these outfitters. Okay. So you've got quality people. Am I right? Am I right? Uh Oh, we've spent millions. Okay. And so you do, you do have the idea. uh, These outfitters do have an idea that, yeah, the price has gone up. Demand's gone up. You would expect the price to go up. I'm going to digress here for a second. Back up. 2023 baseline truck <laughs> Ford F-150 $33,695 they haven't went up that much um, XL $41,800 Lariat $57,000 and a King Ranch um, where is the King Ranch it doesn't say right in, uh, nope $55,974 to $96,864 so I guess That's the third. high end the high mm, end has yeah. went up, not a question. Whoa, yeah, because yeah. I'm looking at new 2022, <laughs> 2022 Ford F-150 Shelby Off-Road 77. Yeah, yeah, Shelby. Uh, I don't know what that is. Kidding, kidding yeah, me. so that'll yeah, come. Here, Brad, I don't know what that is. Hey, let's talk to his daughter here for a second. Somebody is more in this Here's century. a Tuscany um, Black Ops. Oh, Larry, a Tuscany Black Ops. 132 ground. That's what, that's what Lucas wants. Yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what every 22-year-old wants. I'm talking about. Well, that's the ones that. They have a bunch of in Belfouche. Okay. I'm talking about. A oh, they have an electric <laughs> lightning. 
92,000. Okay, we have totally digressed. <laughs> um, I give you the average based on a statistic. Wow. And he's he, uh, actually a well, 2003. Oh, by know. the way, what am I referencing? The baseline XL trim <laughs> starts at, I'm at 2023 Ford F-150 pricing, and it's at kbb.com. Okay. Okay. So Every everybody can go look at where we reference these dollar amounts at. If it's Brad, it's eccentric trucks for wealthy dentist.com. I don't know. Oh, there yeah. it is. Yeah, that's what I have. No, but if you buy a sheep hunt, they'll throw in the Lariat for free, right? No. <laughs> To no. answer your question, no. <laughs> well, it was no sheep hunter is going to throw in the moose for nothing. It's funny because we talked to a guy the other day, and he goes, no, dude, I had the best deal six years ago, seven years ago. He's a great client of ours, and um, uh, Rod, right, um, from Northern California. And uh, um, you know who I'm talking about? No. Um, trying to. He came in, and he showed us he went on a stone sheep hunt, and then he could just add these other animals. Oh. Is, is, it, it's Don, isn't Don, it? Don, Don, yeah, Don. Rod, Don, I'm so sorry, yeah. Don. Yeah. Um, uh, Rod was the guy that came in that uh, ran the. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, no, that later, that's but Don. Don. But anyway, so they used to have a thing where they would do that, and it's just went away, man. The, the, those deals aren't there anymore. Mm. Yeah. 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 So there's been a lot of change, but even look at the the auction tags. I mean, they just went for. St- just insane, bucks insane amounts wow. of money. But here's 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 the tall tale to your sign, okay? Okay. Black Bear BC six days, same place you kill goats for fourteen thousand. Exact same concession. I'm not going to tell you where, but exact same place. Five thousand dollars, six days. Wall tent, meals, lodging, transportation from the airport. Six to in the. So you're telling me it costs you that much more in the spring? To to uh, um hunt uh or black in the bear? fall to hunt mountain goats than uh. it does black bear no of course it's all about uh um demand I get that but if you, if you're listening and you go mm, five thousand here's a question if you wanted to do a mountain hunt you're hunting glacier slides fiddle ferns on the way up you're if and, and physically if you can't do the high level mountain they have Logging roads cut in everywhere, two tracks. They have buggies. They have gone 100% big bear, old Bruins, mountain bears, 60 to 65% color face. The camp manager's uh, uh, girlfriend and cook said the last two years she's seen, it's hard-pressed to find a black bear. She's seen, she's seen more color phases than black. The black are uncommon to see. <laughs> you got to find out what's not in vogue right now because it and go do it and go do that that's probably so, being an opportunist exactly Brad. that's what you got to so be as an opportunist now you know? now we go to the other side of the coin if you are the person in search of adventure what are some of the things that you can do to combat well that's the, the question here. price and this the, is what you're talking if you're about. an adventure hunter that black bear hunts the same adventure as the billy goat and the billy goat i mean i i guess i yeah i don't mind shooting i mean i've shot a billy goat but they got little nine inch things there at the top of the mountain if i go kill a black bear in the same place i like killing black bear as much as i do billy goat five thousand fourteen thousand you get to go to the same place same adventure everything a third of the cost and here's another way to look at it too the thing i you know the thing that's neat about black bear hunting is you can do it in the spring when there's nothing else you know, hundred percent. There's nice. value that nice. to that. That's one yep. of the things. So I that always like nice. to. I always like to have extra tags in my pocket. I'm, I'm my philosophy is, hey, it's it's kind of like a dollar cost averaging your ice cream cone, right? When you go to Keystone, <laughs> the, th- the you're only paying a dollar more for three scoops than you are 
Starting with the one scoop. I was if thinking you could. that's a bad analogy. <laughs> I was thinking Elway's yesterday, dollar cost averaging or figuring out total price per pound in the equation of a ribeye. 14 ounces for $62 or 20 ounces for 71 71 20 makes total sense. <laughs> You're paying less per pound, and you get – a bunch more meat. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. So I totally agree. <laughs> so if you can afford it, you go the higher amount because it's a better value. So I like that. You, you've gotten, you've, you've swallowed the pill on getting to camp, so on and so forth. Now, if you can have extra tags, you're not, you're the not black paying the premium. A, the black bear is a two bear unit. You got to pay an extra 1800 bucks for the second pair. Good example of that. Okay, you're almost shooting the exact same bears on Vancouver Island. That's a, that's a that's a specific example. Vancouver Island's eight nine grand for your first bear now. Okay, so here's another one we have for it, for you listeners. Go ahead for all you listeners. Okay, and for us, by the way, we're booking some of these too. Okay, because hundred thousand dollars stone sheep's are not something we're throwing our money at right now either. Okay, not that if you want a stone sheep though, now's the time to buy one. Um, anyway, so um, <laughs> we do have some stone sheep for sale, Absolutely. and you know what? Because they might go up. They, yeah. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. Well, I'm not being sarcastic. I'm having a little fun. With here's it. here's There's the no problem. Here's the problem. Right now, big chunk of that range has got a twenty percent tag allocation reduction. Yeah. So that played into their yeah. hand well. See, that's the other side of the squeeze yeah. I was talking about yeah. earlier. So I mean, that doesn't work in the favor of the cost going down at no, all. No, no, not at all. Nope. Okay. So here's another one. Four years ago, Audad went on fire in Texas. Fire. They, you, we, we were like, they went up to 11,000, 12,000, 9,000. People were going, we're like, whoa, where does this Audad market Couldn't even at? get camps for full. Today, in 2025 and 24, we have five-day Audad hunts for $5,500 to $6,500, meals, lodging, everything included. We need to do so, more Audad hunts and less shows. Well, we're going to <laughs> go do an Audad hunt. We actually probably need to go do an odd hunt sooner or later here in March. Oh, so okay. what uh, was that a function of? I, I we don't the trends. What's I, in vogue? Yeah, what's in what's vogue? in vogue goes up. What's not? So moose is hot. Moose goes up. Moose is not. Bear went to thirty nine to forty thousand. Some of those camps wow. still demand that brown bear. Uh-huh. We have some oh, camps yeah. now okay, back down to twenty five thousand. Wow. So you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, but you're talking nine, ten. 40. Actually, you know what? Brown bears. Yep. Yeah. Brown bears are brown. I mean, right. Some of them. Actually, we, you know what? We have a brown bear right now. If you're looking for a brown bear, now's the time to get the brown bear done because we got brown bear camps right now for 18.5. 18.5. What's the shot up? 100% shot opportunity the last 95. five Because we, we never say it. No, 100%. no. no 95, yeah, yeah, yeah. 95% yeah, shot opportunity, 80%, 80, 85% harvest rate. I mean, oh. if you can hunt and get your ass moving and you can shoot, you're going to get a brown bear. You, you know the other thing that would be a great way to counteract huntflation? <laughs> huntflation. Yeah, that's from, <laughs> it's from Hunter Biden's standpoint. Um, Africa. We're the, so that was my next thing. Africa has went to zero. You can almost hunt there for free. What? Five years ago, seven years ago before COVID and all this stuff down there. A big Cape Buffalo, forget about it. It was off the hook. 
You know what I'm saying? Big coup dad or coup dad? Coup dad. That's a combination odd dad and coup dad. It's 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 only <laughs> found no, halfway no. between no, those Texas. Those bitches are going for more. Halfway between them. Texas. Wait till you see this <laughs> inbred <laughs> thing. It's Louisiana. Don't exactly. It's a stone sheep <laughs> mix. Anyway, those so coup dad. Come boil. come. I I have them. Just give me a call. We'll sell them to you. Anyway, coup dad. <laughs> a crew dad. A crew dad da. Um. Crudad boil. <laughs> Not yes. an Audad, but a kudu. A kudu, right. Yep. Uh, yeah. We have prices that are crazy for that hunt right now. That's the thing about n- not following. Five years ago, that hunt would have been, what do you say, 42000 Today, it's twenty nine. The thing about follow, not following what's in vogue is if you, because you can jump on Africa and you can have a Plains game hunt. Five, six, seven, eight species. Here's another it's one. It's less than a mule ready, deer hunt. Ready for this? Spain. We have Ibex. Spain that five years ago, yeah. four years ago, 22000 bucks. Today, we have the same damn thing. The 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 gold ones, nine grand. The, you talk about Ibex? The, yeah. Di, well, there's, the, there's like the, five or six Spanish species Ibex, over yeah. there, right? And I'm going here in a few weeks, it looks like. What is it? The, the, um, I can't remember the, the one. Bazaar, that, the yeah, Bazaar. The Bazaar. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, Spain, uh, it's not in vogue right now. Way low. Um, uh, it, Sign me up, and, and It's a great price. What about getting your game back to uh, the States? Spain, easy. It's, the, it's usually like Tajikistan. Mexico has been a little hard because they've had a tick outbreak and they don't want these ticks in America. So we've had a little issue with that. But here's the reality. You can usually get the horns across. Sometimes the hide gets held up. Uh, Tajikistan right now has got a customs issue with CITES, yeah. um, but allegedly that's supposed to be taken care of here in the next couple of weeks. But Spain, easy peasy. Spain, easy peasy. Um, and, uh, um, you know, so I mean, the, where are we going? By Greece. Uh, uh, by Greece? Yeah, uh, we bought a hunt. Jonathan Ankner, <laughs> crazy booger. Morocco. Our partner. No, no um, uh, I'll think of it. Uh, um, oh, he, he's he's yelling it right now because he's got a <laughs> he's got a neighborhood area or something. He said, um, "Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue." Uh, Africanus? No. no. <laughs> uh, here, let me just go to this. <laughs> Look at a map, man. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I had the world map pulled up before. Um, I'm going to it right now. Where's Greece? It is over right by on Turkey. the Greece border. It is. Um, Something G. No, uh, it starts with an M. Oh, does it? Mm-hmm. Oh. M- um, mona- uh, anyway, we'll think of it. We're going there wolf hunting and Ibex hunting. But I'll get it. Just give me a second. Are you texting Jonathan? No. I'm just looking at the map. Anyway, it doesn't matter. There's a lot of great hunts. That wasn't an expensive hunt. I'll think of it. I'm going to text Jonathan quick. Come on, Ankner. Phone a friend here. You still have your travel to get over overseas. You have yeah, travel. But you, you know, know what? Honestly, it's not, like, not very expensive. Tajikistan, it's off-season. You can get a, tri- a ticket for 900 bucks. Really? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Well, yeah, but wouldn't would you go there off-season? We well, get hunting Tajikistan. Well, our guide, he, pay, he paid, uh, what did he pay? Uh, 800 bucks. 880 Something bucks. Something, Donia. 
Uh, Macedonia. 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 Oh, ah, yeah. And that was without Ankner texting no. back. Ankner, I want you to know you have not texted me back yet. Jonathan Ankner, thanks for not texting me back, brother. Leave a boy hanging out here. So, yeah, so we're doing a Macedonia hunt um, for uh, um, to go vet a guy that uh, you kill uh, um, do you kill wolves, wolves and with night vision and these little cats that are crazy yeah. and uh, um, all kinds of stuff. So, <laughs> and it's in some big rural remote wilderness I th- I area. I thought you were talking Macedonia. about a city. That's a no, region. Macedonia that, is a whole region. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think yeah, they're talking yeah, about yeah. a yeah. Like near a city. We're not hunting wolves in the cities. No, but I mean, like, you would fly <laughs> in there and then go hunt. No, but see, if you look at Greece, it's all full of mountains and stuff. Oh, you yeah, know, and, of course. And uh, um, so that's where we're heading. Um, anyway, Macedonia. So it's an alternative. It's one of those non-vogue, but something to look at as an alternative. Right. So if you say, I have X budget, and you go, I don't have to necessarily kill a big elk, but what could I go shoot that I could put on the wall that I go, this would be a great adventure, it'd be a huge trophy, and, and isn't in vogue right now. Well, then whitetail's not in vogue right now. Big whitetail in Canada used to go for giant money. Uh, you can whitetail hunt uh, so many places right now for not very much money. Big whitetail. You know what I'm saying? Now, what's not much money, Four or 5000 Some places in, in Texas right now, we got some private ranches that are kind of semi-DIY. You get down there for 2500 to 3500 have a chance at a 150-type deer. So, you know, there's opportunities there. Texas is in vogue right now. You know, there's there's a wild boar in uh, um in uh, these big razorbacks. Uh, Texas is always um, in vogue with me. It was, ah, Dad, I could do that California. every year. Yeah. Cal- every year. So California, we have, uh, uh, let's let's just check this out real quick. We have some hunts in California that are. Um, pig hunts. Yeah, pig hunts. That- you got to shoot them with the vampire silver bullet or copper. One yeah, of those, right? <laughs> somehow <laughs> fitting. Um, somehow I'm, I'm going there to kill them. Yeah. So listen, we have a big hog hunt. Uh, and 100 uh, to 200 pound hogs. Um, additional hogs are 800 bucks. The first hog is $1,200 free range pigs, spot and stock. There you go. 1,200 bucks. You want to go hunting? Let's go to California. Let's go shoot a couple hogs. And they actually process the meat right there for you. Oh my. Um, and uh, um, right in the plant, they take you in. They have it all, and you're hunting these beautiful landscapes. Um, in California, what's least, the average size pig there? Uh, um, does it say it's two hunt. to three hundred? They said so. Three hundred. What's I mean? What's the processing worth on that? That's worth something. Yeah. Well, wow. you know what? I would say a couple bucks a pound, three bucks a pound. That's six hundred bucks worth yeah. of processing. You know so, how much of that you're going to take home? Um, fill a couple coolers up if you like the pigs. Mm-hmm. These are good eating pigs too. Wow. Um, so you know, I'll tell you this. I know a. Uh, um, I know a butcher shop that has a whole pig right now with hams and bacons uh, provided by Bessler Beef Company, and they're selling for 850 bucks for a whole hog, but that's with hams and bacons done too. Wow. So, nice. Um, nice. So that, that, that's actually – yeah. that's, And that's going to be a bigger hog too. What's that, a 500-pounder? No. No, 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 no. 200 pounds hanging weight, 220 really? pounds. Yeah, you don't want the 500-pounds ones. They have that much fat in it. 
How how it's much like do those leather. pigs that my neighbor have? What do those weigh? Four hundred pounds. They're big. Oh, man. I don't know how overfed they are. Oh, they're but, just giant. But usually, uh, a hog hanging that comes in without its hide on mm-hmm. is somewhere on that two to two fifteen weight. Yeah. So you lose a third. So I'd say three hundred pounds. Because they were trying to haul those off last week when they couldn't get their when diesel you to start. Got them and you lose a third when you yeah. cut them. Gotcha. Whoa. So I have a question then. What if though you say I still want an elk? I still want to know. So map. No, not map. That's a different world. Uh, <laughs> it might um, be. Help. Hunt expedition layaway plan. But we do map it. Have a month. <laughs> we map your payment. You know what? Um, that's what my brain thought. Map right away. Yeah. But it's the help. Yeah. Hunt expedition layaway plan. Let us say, okay, this is an elk I want. Let's put your down payment on the elk. Let's have you go focus on some other species for three, four years. But let's lock in a price. We have a lot of outfitters right now that they would say, you know what, I just up my price to 12000 on this. I want a guy to be able to hunt this. I don't know where the price is going to be. And you might, you know, it says in there that could be a 5 or 10% increase. Okay? But 5%, 10% ain't 100%. Yeah, that's even even elk have really shot up, but there's there's you know if getting a few points in some places helps you. So help me with this then. So let's say it's a ten thousand dollar elk hunt. Just throwing out round figures. Um, I want to go in four years. Is that can you do that? Another another way you can do it. And here's the funny thing: archery, archery seems to always be cheaper. It's harder. It should be twice as expensive. Um, that's another but the success ratio isn't as high, so they charge more for rifle. Yeah, it's more desirable. Yeah, so I so would say that's the another other thing option. that's not in vogue right now is points. Points are not in vogue, and they've never been in vogue. And we want to help bring them in vogue. Get a point. Get two, three points in Wyoming. Get two, three points in Montana. Get two, three points in South Dakota. Get two, three points. Get some. Get some Idaho. An stuff. example. It would be my my elk, my or big elk Utah. that I shot. Yeah, that place didn't even have a season when I started applying and banking my points for it. It became really? a fit. Yeah. No yeah, no, yeah it was only, that was only the third there. year that they had a season in that area. Wow. So Didn't know that. Yeah. So fortunately. Yeah, and then he hit the lottery because the, f- the next year they decided to triple the amount of elk getting yep. killed there. So then they tripled it, and now there's not, not the quality of elk right. there. So, you know, so not only was hashtag 393 almost not killed the first morning and that night, but he almost, you know, just missed his window. <laughs> just missed. Almost. What a bull. That thing. But so, points are exactly right, Brad. Points. Yeah. Get points. Mm-hmm. Grab a handful of points. And then apply in all the regions that you want to apply for the big ones. And if you hit a lottery, start applying. Okay, I can't ever afford that. Well, you know what? I never miss Texas Desert Bighorn. No. Ten bucks. It's a lottery. Shh. Whoever's. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Oh, <laughs> call us. This is why you need to call us. Go to rollingbones.com, check us out, and or just call 605-644-8000 and ask for one of us, and we'll have a conversation with you about this. But you got to have an application strategy if you want to hunt the uh, lower 48, and you got to get aggressive with that application strategy and start applying. Yeah. So go. let's go back to that one more time. Tell me how that works. $10,000 hunt, and I want to, like, can I say, okay, I'd like to hunt elk four years so I want to help, help three years from now, okay? Three years. So it's a ten thousand dollar hunt. All right. We have we, we don't have all our outfitters. We have a few of our outfitters that have this available to them. Okay. So when you go into our website, you go in and just go to adventure. Go to dashboard. Okay. So then go to da- when you go to the dashboard, you can look them up by uh, species or you can look them up by category. Hit elk. Okay. And then just play around with this. 
But let's say, let's say here's one. Here's a reasonable. Alberta Prairie Foothills Bull. Okay? This is Alberta. Okay? We have a 250 to 320, not big elk, but good elk. 80% shot opportunity, rifle or archery. And um, these dates are available right now. And right now, the member price is 9000 bucks. I can't afford that. I have no points. Okay? What can you afford? Here's what you do. You just hit Adventure Options. Click on that. And I'll give you the number to this so everybody can look at it. Then you go Payment. Hit Partial. Now, it's going to say once you hit Partial Payment, it's going to say that you have to put $4,500 down today. That's not necessarily true. You call into the office and you can put less. That's if you're booking it this yeah, year. Say so you put two thousand bucks on it, and you did a three three year amortization. Thirty six months. Thirty six months. One hundred ninety five bucks. So here's what you do. In this, you can click around and you put I hit authorize, and then you click that button, and then what happens is oh that's why um, I have the dates wrong. Um, my oh, my apologies. Go up here and hit a start date out four years. Okay, so four years from September would be what? Let's do three years because I don't have to click as many buttons. 26. Okay, so 26. So then go into your calendar. We have it right on your thing. And then just pick September 12th. Partial payment. You got it. Your payment right now, if you paid half of it, would be $109.76. Call 605-644-8000. Ask for Kelly. If she puts in, let's say, $2,000, and then you calculate that, it won't let you do it because this guy wants a minimum. This outfitter is on he, – he is on help, but he has to have 50% down. But even if you could muster up 50% down, your payment would be $109 a month. And then in three years, you're hunting elk. You're hunting elk. So if you could say, I was going to go elk hunting this year, I have 4500 I can't afford a $9,000 hunt. Okay, let's spend the 4500 this year. And then let's take $109 every month thereafter. You're locked in at that price. You're locked in with that outfitter. Now, next year, let's go hunting something else for $4,500. Let's, yeah. let's start doing some other things. Right on the software, you can click the box, bleep, yeah. and, it, and it automatically will hit your credit cool. card every cool. month. And it shows you what the payment would be. Mm -hmm. yeah. Then you just click this box, and, and you're ready to go. And if you say, okay, you know what? I actually had $6,000, so let's do this. I have I had five thousand six hundred dollars saved for this hunt. Just put that in that bar, and then click down below. Automatically does it. Well, then you know what your payment be eighty two dollars and ninety three cents for forty one months. No, we've yeah. built it into our software. Yeah. Pretty cool. Not a lot of people do that. Nope. I don't think anybody. But does. like I'm looking at this hunt, going, dude, I'd go to Alberta, hunt the foothills of the Rockies. Three hundred inch. Three hundred two eighty to three twenty average. And so, in case you were wondering, everybody, that hunt number is RB11951-05. RB11951-05. That's a oh, landowner voucher. That's Alberta, so it's guaranteed tags. There you go. 9000 bucks. Mm -hmm. Let's go hunt. Yeah. We want to make it easy for you. That was loud. Right? Yeah. Just so you know that. Yeah. That iced tea was that ice. <laughs> that was my last. That was my Brad last sucking. sip of that's Brad rude sucking because <laughs> he likes that sucking part. So yeah, that, that's a that's a way to get in your old uh, your old elk hunting. Yeah. Yeah. 
There it is. You know what? Yeah, value in that. So anyway. So just to review then, on the outfitter side, they're getting kind of. I love a our little, website. A little, I, I should go. I should go to this adventure tab more often. I didn't even know we had that damn hunt. How come we're? I know that outfitter, but I didn't know he added that hunt and made it available to us. Why don't we go hunt that hunt, Brad? Time, Brian. It's it's the same as. What do you need? Legs and lungs to climb that mountain? Time and tags is what we need to. <laughs> so here's an, here's another one. We have a ninety five hundred dollar New Zealand uh, Island Estate Red Stag, Ooh, and it's three forty to three eighty for ninety five hundred. Everybody thinks those are New Zealand's not oh. in vogue right now. No. And so you get over there for ninety five hundred bucks. Let's do the same That's thing. That's a sweet. I should let tell hunt. my wife that I'm just going to start spending money like wildfire. Let's see, three yeah. years from now. Go ahead, bleep. What were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say that's just a sweet hunt. Yeah. No, I. And I'm going to go fishing. I'm going to catch those big, uh, those big uh, trout they have. Yeah. Well, you know another thing I've been no, thinking a little bit about is the the um, Mongolia marl. I mean, it's an elk. It, oh. I mean, so listen to this. I could go in <laughs> wow. two years if I put forty six hundred dollars down twenty five months one thousand one hundred ninety six bucks a month. I'm there. So I just hit my credit card. Can I tell you guys something? Okay. I use our help plan for my Marco Polo, and I yep. use it for my Yukon Stone Sheep. What that, I did is I put my minimum down on that, yep. and I just use the system, and it hits my credit card every month, and my wife doesn't know what it is. Ooh, now she, she does. She just thinks it's an expense. No, it's a software <laughs> she, expense. Exactly. She doesn't listen to this. <laughs> Lindley's never listened to one of these. She's not going to listen to oh, some guys on. talk about freaking hunting. Are you kidding me? She just listens to that all day, every day. Are you kidding me? So, and truth be told, she doesn't care. No. Okay, well, that's good. Then you're safe. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't go. Care. Well, she just go. As Brian. long as, as long so. as when we go to as long as we go to Salt Lake, she can go see her concierge guy at the place that says LV. <laughs> yeah, what's up with those Las Vegas bags anyway? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Brown ones. Louis Vuitton. <laughs> oh, so, I thought it was so Las just, Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Just to recap. Okay, I'm going to start all over again. Just to recap. On the outfitter side, we talked about how they're kind of, in a way, it's Supply, demand. demand. And there's less land available to hunt now than there's oh, ever that, been. That's another good point we were talking about before the podcast. When I was a kid growing up in Iowa, you would go knock on a guy's door and you'd say, can I hunt your sloughs out here? For pheasants and he would say mm, yeah no problem or he'd say no i got family coming in next weekend i'm saving it but call me the weekend after you sure can but i'm saving my slew yep. so you do that now well guess what those aren't available now because the family now set a generation past that either leases it up or the neighbor leases it up for his family likes to hunt so all those places are now leased up so now you go knock on that door no um it's leased so then what do you do you go down to the local gun club where they leased it, and you said, um, can I pay to hunt the place I used to get permission on that you leased? People are monetizing it. And yeah. so it's, yeah. it's becoming more and more of a commodity that has a value to it, and it's, it's you know. Are there, is it? Are want there, demand. Are, Like in Great Britain, we kind of touched on this before the show. We were talking about Europe and Great Britain, how hunting is kind of in those countries where there's a big population and not a lot of land. And it's kind of an aristocratic thing that's been that way for a couple centuries, really. It's kind of going that way. It's not getting any cheaper, bleep. Yeah. So, I mean, they're not not, making more land. Nope. Nope. But but, but the land that is available because of great people like this gentleman that just spent $750,000, people are going, oh, that was just showing who is richer in a big show-off thing. You know what? If this guy really wanted to show off, there's a bigger audience to show off in front of. 
yeah. than, than a couple thousand yeah. people at a banquet at a hunting show. Yeah. You know, come on. Let, let's, let's not be bitter because some guy spent – he spent 750000 bucks for a tag that went to conservation. Right. You're going to dish him? Yeah. You're going to get pissy with him? You're yeah. going to say no. something sideways? How about this? Take your negative peace pipe, shove it up your hind parts, and go smoke it somewhere <laughs> outside of my circle. Tell us how you really feel. That's how I feel. Uh, I because this guy spent seven. Oh, he's just showing off. He's putting on the dog. He's trying to be the guy with the big one in the room. Kind of was. Yep. And you know what? Every dollar went towards helping uh, yeah. keep. Uh, it, hey, you know how many mule deer in Arizona? Biggest in the world. Good for them. Well, it keeps the opportunities open. What were you going to say, Brad? A lot of money. So, I'm I mean, pretty it's, opinionated. It's about hard. For you don't me, agree. It's no. It's just hard for me to wrap my head around three quarters of a million dollars for well, a tag. A, it's I just, a cause. I, I think. just. I mean, it's it's really neat that somebody put that money towards. Let's say this guy makes five six million dollars a year, and he's seventy five years old. Looked like an older gentleman based on the video, and we actually you know who he is. But but let's say let's say he makes. Five to ten million dollars. I'm not a begrudging year. him. I just can't wrap my head around it, Brian. I just no. Just I know you a, can't. I just, can absolutely wrap my and head. And you're around by it. the way, you're talking about the auction at the expo. Yes, I'm just. Yeah. I'm looking at I'm looking at all the tags. You know, tag. not a deer, a tag. We used to watch the Antelope Island tag go for four hundred, and I just thought, holy. But that crap. went down a couple of years too. It down three. It did. Well, I think some of it, and and so I've thought. And what their interest is. And you know what else? They've had two good years of moisture. Oh. In Arizona, and I think they're expecting giant. I think there's yeah. there's a, a value to that too, because the guy obviously wants to shoot a giant. Sure. So well, well to, for the third try on this, the review then from the outfitter side, we looked at it. From the adventurer side, um, those that are listening, you can do several things to as a strategy. You can go for what's not in vogue which is good. Like, you know, we mentioned opportunities with bear hunting and other things. You yeah. can go overseas and that's a good strategy too. You can look at opportunities internationally. And then you talked about points and what else did we talk about? Overseas is going to become more and more important and more of plan. a player. I and, think overseas and, and um, South America. Yep. So right now we have Argentina um, and we have a sale. Oh, that's another good one, Actually, too. we should get this out right away because I forgot. We have some true cancellation. Yeah. Normally $6,500. $5,500 for two stags right now in Argentina, and it's in three weeks, four weeks from now. It's right. In, I'm sure, no, it's not. It's in March. So it's it's five, March. Six weeks. It's actually coming up really yeah. fast. But but still, where can you go down there for 5500 bucks and get two stags? That's Argentina. Yeah. And, and it's pretty and, easy and, to get or to. one stag and a giant black buck. They have big black bucks. Oh, yeah. And then you can fish for the Color me in for Dorado. three days of dove, too. Dove, <gasps> dove and Dorado. Yeah, as long as you're there, <laughs> go spend that much on shells. Right. Um, and, but anyway, so. Yeah, no kidding. Um, do we have that hunt? No, I think, I think overseas is going to become more and more and more and more important for people. I think you're, you know, okay, what about all the guys who've been saving points? So once you cash that chip in, now you okay. You're yeah. gonna be you're gonna be 60 years old, and you're gonna yeah. start trying to yeah. draw max points again. Mm. You'll be 80. Mm. Go hunt. Mm-hmm. You know, get some decent hunts, um, but use overseas to filter in some sure. of that. I think yep. it's gonna become more and more important. Uh, the other thing was the help plan too that we mentioned too. If you're set on a species, then uh, pay for it a little at a time. Exactly. Yeah, I think good, this good Argentina red stag. I'm I'm looking. What, what was it? Seventy four hundred that it went down to, or sixty five for two? 
Brian, mm. I don't know. That was that must have been while I was not there in the mm. booth. I don't know. You wow. weren't in the booth. I don't know anything about that hunt. It was yeah, because that was day. That was Friday. You weren't in the booth Friday, were you? I think it went yeah. down. It went down to sixty five hundred. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to call Kelly. I'll put it out right now because we need to get that out to the world. Yeah. Um, she's overloaded. Um, uh, I thought it was yeah because I joked with the outfitter. I said I'll take. I heard it was forty five hundred for me. And he looked at me kind of cross-eyed. <laughs> he said, "What?" And he said, "What?" And I'll bring three people. Oh, um, and so yeah, the accommodations um, are from, really yeah, the first accommodations class. are first class, Amazing. unbelievable. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, d- I know exactly who you're talking about now. <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, but you know what? Uh, four days. So, <laughs> four days at the show. Um, <laughs> it all runs together. Uh, after a while. Okay, so yeah, I'll, I'll get that. Um, I'll get that updated, everybody. So go to rollingbones.com, go to the dashboard, and go under in the middle of the dashboard on your um, on your dashboard. Uh, if you're not, oh, you got to be a member to see these, don't you? So that's another reason to be a member. Go to rollingbones.com, okay, um, and uh, get started. Hit the button that says get started, become a member. You'll get your own dashboard, and on the dashboard, it has all the hunt specials we have right now. And that is on there for $6,500. We also have an Alaska DIY caribou black bear wolf special for $7,000. Okay. And uh, um, there's some good specials on here right now. And uh, we can help you out. We also have an Idaho cow elk hunt for $1,850, which we, um, that was a cancellation hunt too. And uh, um, big days in the future for all of you. So anyway, go to rollingbones.com. Again, rollingbones.com and find your next adventure with us. So, anything else, guys? Do we forget it? We, I mean, we could talk about this all day. Oh, I got to tell you, um, our, our buddy Clay Dahlquist just called Podcast Ideas. Uh, taxidermy, advantage of each type, um, what to think about, size placement, uh, posture, rugs, raw versus black bear, rear hides, uh, shoulder mounts, full body, etc. Be good to hear what you guys have done with that. Um, do you think we've mounted some stuff, Clay? Oh um, full range hanging systems. You should consider them from a product carrier. Cost versus uh, reward. He's got a whole list of this. Spousal control of the decor. Ooh. <laughs> you will Ooh. not be in authority on this. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, very interesting I can talk about that. managing that. Build a separate building. That's good. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, or have her fall in love with your sheep so they can go in your house in the bottom basement. Mm-hmm. Getting your trophy home expenses, import, bro. We should do one on um, yeah. that with all the states, pull all the stuff. Right. Uh, hey, if you have any podcast ideas, please go ahead and email us at hello at, at rbohome.com. Hello. Yep. If, if, you, if, if you're listening to this and you want other information on hunts and stuff, it's info at rbohome.com. But anything you want to know, talk about from the podcast, just get a hold of hello at rbohome.com. Thank you, Clay Dahlquist, for sending this over this list. We will add this to it. We appreciate it so, so much. You're an amazing guy. I can't wait to see you at the Argali Club this summer. So, anything else, boys? Should do it. Okay, be sure to subscribe to Hunt the World wherever you get your podcasts. You'll find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and pretty much wherever else you get a podcast or your podcast. Share this podcast with a hunting buddy or friends. 
We'd love to have them join us and get the same information you're getting. Remember, our job, our goal, our objective is service, access, value, and education. So if you like service, you like access, you like value, you like education, you would love our membership. Go to rollingbones.com, check us out. If you have any questions, 605-644-8000. Until next week, stay safe, be healthy, and happy hunting.